You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show, our number two of The uh, Rob Carson Show. The number here is 800-922-6680. Great interview with Sebastian Gorka last hour. If you want to check out the podcast, if you missed it, go to Newsmax.com. Slash, listen, will ya? Will you do that? Uh, latest big story in the news uh, to distract from the abject corru- corruption of Joe Biden. Uh, every time a major story comes out about Joe Biden, an indictment of Donald Trump comes out. Uh, today, it's a leaked audio tape of Donald Trump talking with others, saying that he has classified documents. Uh, it was leaked illegally, so it is null and void. But here's a little bit of the audio. I was just saying, because we were talking about it, <laughs> and you know, he said he wanted to attack Iran and what? And he said you did. It's pretty, oh, this was done by the military, given to me. Uh, I think we can probably. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to try to figure out. A, a, yeah. See, as president, I could have declassified. Yeah. Uh, now I can't. You know, but this is. Yeah, now, now we have a problem. Oh my God! Throw him in jail. Uh, no, no, don't throw him in jail. You can't prove anything. You can't even prove that he showed that whatever document that's supposedly there to the other person there. Yeah. It's so cool. I mean, it's so. I'm look. We here and I have. A, and you probably almost didn't believe me, but now you believe me. Yeah. There you go. So there's a little bit of it, uh, of it, uh, and and uh, honestly, it's not going to distract from uh, the truth of uh, uh, Joe Biden's abject corruption. I've got a lot of audio coming up on that. The fact that Hunter Biden was literally sitting with his dad, threatening a communist Chinese party official for five million dollars, which, by the way, could be classified as espionage, and we all know how that ends. So, honestly, to throw out these leaked audio tapes that prove nothing, that are nothing more than a distraction, is the same old, same old. When the, when the suspicious activity reports came out and the LLCs came out, Donald Trump was immediately indicted that day on 37 counts because of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. We know that it was a surreptitious raid based on nothing, and they made up charges surrounding some of the things that they found that were specious as at best. That's what they always do. Do while they ignore the fact that Joe Biden had classified documents in his stinking house in a garage by his Corvette at the Penn Biden Center uh, in Chinatown. I can go on and on. And honestly, nice try, but it's not working. Let's go to uh, Steve in Darlington, Maryland. Hello there, Steve, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Yes, hey, Rob. Yeah, that was that was a great interview with uh, with Seb Gorka there. It was good. I wanted to comment on these this, this recording. Um, you know, make a few points about, you know, in, in addition to it, uh, you know, uh, being a criminal, to if, if they did, in fact, use this as part of the grand jury, that's one. it's also totally irrelevant to what Trump's being charged with. He's not being charged with disclosing uh, classified information. He's being charged with the Espionage Act. The Espionage Act is over 100 years old. It was, it was uh, passed before there was any, uh, even a dream of having a classification system. It talks about uh, national defense information, and he's not being charged with disclosing it. He's being charged with holding on to it and possessing it, knowing that someone else was in the government was entitled to have it. And, and uh, Smith has got to prove 
that Trump had no reason to believe that the uh, uh, the art national archives were entitled to have it when he's got a, a court case, namely that uh, so-called Clinton sock drawer case, where uh, Judge Amy Berman Jackson yep. said it's totally the, the president's uh, idea. So even if she was wrong, and 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 the courts reverse that decision and say NARA was uh, is the uh, uh, is the uh, office entitled to have those documents? They've also got to prove that Trump had no reason to believe that he was the one to hold them when he's got the court case, he's got Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch, he's got Mike Davis, a who clerked for the Supreme Court, telling him, no, you are the legal owner of those, or the one legally uh, entitled to uh, have uh, control of those documents. So yeah. they, they've just got, uh, and this, this uh Tape here is is totally irrelevant. It's, it talks about classified documents. They want they want to fool you and think that this proves Trump, Trump illegally had classified documents. He's not being charged with that. Uh, even if he was charged with disclosing it, they've got to prove that the reason he disclosed it was he wanted to interfere with the operations of U.S. troops, and as opposed to just clearing his name with uh, with Milley. And that goofy uh, war plan against the, uh, Iran that he came up with. And by the way, so, and by the way, Milley actually uh, 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 he he wrote a book and he included all of this supposed correct. information in he it as well. It first, yeah, right? so it's nonsense. Exactly. And honestly, exactly. people people see through this. It's another distraction, Steve. It's another damned distraction. Meanwhile, they're using the Espionage Act in a case that involves something that is not even espionage. Meanwhile, the President of the United uh, States sold out to our enemies. That is espionage. That is the greatest crime you could ever commit against the American people. And there's evidence through LLCs, uh, uh, these these uh, suspicious activity reports. And now we know 17 phone calls with a uni- Ukrainian official. It's all a distraction, Steve. It's all nonsense. Well, it's correct. And, he, and he's also got Comey's press conference with Hillary saying he can't charge her because she didn't have any corrupt intent. Uh, you know, I mean, anybody who thinks that Trump, who who devoted, you know, more than half his uh, uh, presidency to uh, strengthening the, the U.S. military. Anybody think that he had any intent of, of uh, you know, of degrading our, our military operations, there's just no... There's, you know, there's just no reason for it. Did he sell it? All the evidence points the, points the other way. Did, did he sell it? Tr- Donald Trump lost a billion dollars of his own uh, value while he was the president of the United States. Eric Trump wasn't going out and hustling money from our enemies to go into LLCs that were distributed to the Trump family. It's just a damn joke, and I'm really getting tired of it, to be quite honest, no, Steve. Well, well, uh, We've got to take the gloves off and impeach some damn people. I'm sick of this crap. Well, we know the, the you know the the real the, the criminals are on are, are on the other side there. The, this this uh, these prosecutors, uh, Garland, you know they're they're engaged in a in a serious cover up, uh, serious uh, misuse of the uh, uh, you know of the Justice Department. I really wish Congress would would get on the ball. And I know they're afraid of saying we're defunding law enforcement, but right now uh, there's no question in my mind uh, that these agencies, the FBI. Uh, DOJ are no longer uh, a net benefit to our freedom and security. They're, they're working against us. They should not get a penny. They, they, they need to justify. They're not doing the work they're supposed to do. They're not doing, uh, you know, I heard one of the whistleblowers uh, saying he was taken off uh, working on child pornography cases, uh, told to give all that information to the state so he could go into parking lots of uh, school board meetings and take down license plates. Yeah, That's yeah. what they're doing with our money.
Steve and, and uh, Seb Gorka mentioned this last hour, and I've said this: we are on, we are uh, on the way to uh, fighting back with a new American revolution. We've had a Maoist, Marxist, Stalinist uh, revolution, and they've been firing upon us without using weapons of war for about seven years now. Well, and we're well, there's a great awakening happening. And Steve, there's going to be hell to pay because well, hell has to be paid. I I, I, I hope so. Um, I, you know we're. Uh, I don't, you know, I am, I am concerned. I've never been this concerned about my country as I am right now. Uh, you know, uh, you know, Kennedy talks about how the, how the CIA, you know, did his, uh, yeah. uh, his father and his uncle, and uh, I mean that's how they used to do things. Now well, you, you never know, know they right? Don't need to. They just they do lawfare. They steal elections. You know, yeah. so they don't need to assassinate their their foes anymore. But this has been going on for a long time. We didn't know about it. Amen. Uh, Amen. But, but that's that's one of the great things of Trump is he exposed all this. And all right, my brother, we're, we're we're well informed. All right, well, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for the phone call. Just got this from uh, Jim Gosson about uh, Hunter and Joe. Hunter shook down Henry Xiao, said I need that Chinese payoff now. Dad's right here and you can bet, he'll back me up, yeah, that's a threat. And at that moment, little Hunter knew, he said, Dad, I'm a crook like you, Pop. I'm a big crook like you. Everybody sing. Hunter was born with a silver spoon. From prosecution, he's immune. He commits fraud around the clock. A chip off the communist block. Yeah, a chip off the communist block. That is wonderful. (laughs) Cash in the suitcase for Joe and his son. Hunter really knows how to get it done. Not a peep from the FBI. Protecting the big guy, Joe. Protecting the big guy. That is beautiful. That just gives me a little tear there. I can imagine riding on a road trip and having that song coming on the radio and hearing it. That's uh, that's fantastic. Let's go to Mike in Nottingham, Maryland. <laughs> Mike, welcome to the show, man. What's on your mind today? Rob, thank you for having me on your program. Can I touch on two things? Uh, sure, sure, sure. Thank you. The first is the leaked tape to CNN. I listened to Mark Levin last night for three hours, and he said that uh, there have been about 50 leaks and that they're felonies. Each leak is a felony. Good. Uh, and Go he, Mark said that it uh, is a violation of President Trump's right to a fair trial uh, because it taints the jury uh, pool. Yep. And Mark said that he recommended to the attorneys of President Trump that uh, they uh, right away uh, ask for dismissal, uh, enumerate all the leaks, uh, and ask for a dismissal of the charges. That would be gigantic. That would be absolutely earth-shatteringly gigantic. And we can we can hope for that. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, uh, Judge Cannon at SmackDown, Jack Smith, um, uh, he wanted to keep a list of 84 witnesses under wraps in the classified case. And Judge uh, Aileen Cannon uh, issued her first SmackDown, said that uh, the list of potential witnesses under seal cannot be kept under seal. So maybe that means something. Uh, but certainly leaking of... Uh, of an audio recording like this is illegal, and it should uh, it should result in the dismissal of the charges, and that in the fact that the charges are completely specious in the first place. Yes, and uh, the second thing I'd like to say is I'd like to repeat that I have a dinner bet that uh, President Trump will receive a minimum 
of 85 million votes nationwide. He'll win the Electoral College and be uh, named number president number 47 in November 2024. All right, my brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, this is Ron Johnson, Senator, talking about what he is planning on doing and what needs to be happening in Washington, D.C. I told you we have a bourgeois, we have a proletariat, we have a Bastille in Washington, D.C., and now we need the beheadings. That means the heads of agencies will be held to account and uh, not only uh, impeached, but hopefully prosecuted and imprisoned. Well, I believe the investigators requested GPS coordinates for the phones to place him in that position, and he, they were denied being able to get that, as they were being denied and you know all, everything else that uh, higher-ups in the Department of Justice did to obstruct their investigation. I have heard news media reports that there are photos of Joe and Hunter Biden at that residence on that day. So I, you know, I think, well, yes, th there's definitely a way of proving that, but unfortunately, Department of Justice uh, obstructed the investigation. And I, let me just say this as well. I'm not a judge, I'm not a lawyer. I don't see how a judge uh, ruling on this sweetheart plea agreement yes. can, can bless it now that all this corruption of the Department of Justice and corruption investigation is becoming known now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's not the right soundbite. This is the one, uh, impeachment's all around. Right now, our, our Democrat colleagues have, have no interest whatsoever in the corruption within the FBI, corruption within the, the uh, Department of Justice. So it's, it's really in the House. Uh, it'll be up to them whether they're going to hold impeachment hearings. I, I, I would love to see impeachment hearings on uh, Secretary Mayorkas on the border. I'd love to see impeachment hearings on Secretary Blinken, who who lied to my investigators saying he never emailed Hunter Biden, although we have those emails. Uh, so he lied to Congress from that standpoint. And then you know, I think they could investigate the Merrick Garland on a host of issues. Absolutely, 100 percent. And it's going to have to happen, Republicans. These are going to have to happen. These are the demands of the American people. They've seen the abuses and usurpations. They know they exist. There is evidence of all of it. And the American people want some payback for it. They want people to, be, to, uh, to not only pay for what they've done, but also they want them out of office. They want them out of government so their destructive path can be ended. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. The one thing the America-hating left and Democrats didn't expect. Unlike them, we don't hate America. We are finally putting America first. It's the Rob Carson Show. You get the chance to check out the podcast today. You'll hear my interview with Seb Gorka last hour. Uh, he had an interesting take on um, Russia, this uh, Wagner-Wagner uh, rebellion that, uh, that Putin now is suddenly dismissed. Ah, it was a coup, no big deal. Hugs, hugs. Uh, uh, Sebastian Gork has an interesting theory, also a very interesting theory on the, uh, the sabotage of the Nord Stream pipeline. I believe that uh, Russia didn't do it. Tucker Carlson agrees that Russia didn't do it. Seb says, oh, no, Russia did it. So if you want to hear the podcast, just go to Newsmax.com slash listen and, uh, and download it and share with others, will you? And if you're on the Apple podcast, leave a five-star review, will you? Also, if you want to vote on whether the Trump indictment is legitimate or just politics, just text the word Trump to 39747. That's Trump to 39747. Newsmax doing a poll. 
And uh, this is uh, one of the reasons why Newsmax is America's fastest growing cable news channel. Again, just text the word Trump to 39747 to make your vote heard. Last night on uh, Eric Bowling's fantastic show, uh, Eric interviewed Donald Trump about a variety of issues. And, and uh, I'll just run through these real quick. I think it's pretty fascinating. Uh, this is um, the, uh, Donald Trump being asked about uh, if Joe Biden will complete the 2024 campaign. Talk just a little bit about, do you think you will face Joe Biden in, in a general election in 2024? I don't know whether or not he makes it to the gate. Um, I, don't, I really can't tell you that. That's really the question. Will he make it to the starting gate? Uh, he obviously, there's some, he's got some problems, some very big problems, physically, mentally, I don't know. I mean, you tell me, is he going to make it to the starting gate? I have been saying this since he was inaugurated. You know it as well as I do. There's so many reasons why he won't be the candidate and he won't get reelected. Here is uh, Donald Trump talking about the debates and why why Joe Biden won't. Well, I don't think or I don't I just don't think that they'll allow him to debate anybody. I mean, you could put up a child. I don't think they'll yeah. allow him to debate. Uh, <laughs> okay. They're not going to allow it to happen. I love debating him, but. You know, that was very quick. Our debates, they went and they were protected. He was so protected by uh, Chris Wallace. And he was fed a, a fake letter signed by Intel officials saying that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. Don't forget that. Yeah, the FBI and DOJ and CIA were involved. Chris Wallace wouldn't allow the question when I said, how come the mayor of Moscow's wife gave him three and a half million dollars? Chris Wallace said, well, that's not a fair thing for you to ask. Well, it turned out to be a big point because now everyone's saying, how come the mayor of Moscow's wife gave him three and a half million dollars? Yeah. I mean, he was so protected by the, I call them the debate refs. You know who there were refs for? There were refs for him. Absolutely. Here is uh, Donald Trump talking about whether he will debate or not. I say hells to the no. Will you join that debate? Well, I'm leading by a lot. And in many ways, I'd love to. But in other ways, it seems foolish. When you have 40 points, 45 points, maybe more than that. And you have guys like uh, Hutchinson, who nobody ever heard of. He's down at zero. And Christie's down at one. Zero. uh, Even Mike Pence, I saw a number today. was very discouraging when you look at a number like that. It's sort of... I feel badly about it, but he was down at two and three, and uh, uh, Nikki Haley is make- down at two. You know, you really say, what's to gain? Yeah, you know, there's nothing to gain. All it's going to do is make you a target for them, for the mainstream media, and for the host. And let's not forget, of course, who is uh, hosting this first one. It's Fox News. What are your thoughts on this new Fox News? Well, I think they have some really great people and they have people that aren't great, but I think their attitude is not good and they don't cover the election and they don't cover the frauds of uh, that took place and they don't want to do it. They're afraid to do it. I don't know what their problem is, but they don't cover a lot of the things that they should be covering. And it's very obvious if you see that Fox went live with DeSantis at the border and ignored Donald Trump all weekend long. Fox has already made their bed. That's fine. Just admit it. All right? Just admit it. A little bit more audio from uh, from that. Also, give us pizza or give us death in New York. And a biology professor is fired for saying that there's uh, men and women. Yeah, that's on the way. This is the Rob Carson Show. Real heroes. Real conflict. Real threats. Real heart. 
Now, there's a place America gets its news. No agenda. Just the facts. Newsmax. Real news for real people. If you live in this country and aren't down with freedom of speech, maybe you should move down to Cuba. It's the Rob Carson Show. We got some more uh, Trump audio from uh, Eric Bowling last night, the Pizza Rebellion in New York. Anna Navarro says that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's story is a love story. It's a story of a father's love. It's not about graft and corruption of the highest level in world history. It's about love. So we'll get to that. I do want to mention something. Um, uh, I, uh, I live in a nice little uh, neighborhood on the Kansas side of Kansas City. And uh, and next door to us, there's a young couple. They are uh, Gen Zers. And it's kind of interesting to see folks in the, born in the 90s are now, you know, they're adults. Uh, they, many of them have graduated from college. I've got a couple Gen Zers uh, in my home, my 23-year-old son uh, living with us temporarily, my 18-year-old daughter. And, uh, and now we've got across, just next door, two people who are 25 years old. They were seniors in high school. And my son was a freshman. They're already married and living in the house next door. And so, you know, here I am, 50-something old neighbor guy who they don't even care about. And, you know, who would? I would be like, I don't really want to hang out with 50-something-year-old neighbor guy. Uh, But anyway, I go out last night, and I find out they're building a a greenhouse in the backyard. And he's doing it out of old windows, which is a pretty cool idea. And, you know, he's in the fledgling years of his home improvement nonsense, uh, which, you know, if you're going to get married, uh, just be ready for it because you're going to become like HGTV. If you have a traditional marriage, you're going to be like HGTV. They ought to call HGTV the the, uh, women come up with ideas and then uh, make the guys in their lives do all the work. That's what they ought to call the channel. Because it's all the same thing. It's the guy and the woman, and she's saying, well, we got to do this. And he's saying, well, we can't. And she goes, well, make it happen. And then he goes ahead and does all the work and comes back and goes, okay, or it sucks. That's, a, that's the way it is generally. I'm just going to tell you, that's, that's the way it is with me and my wife. It's been this way forever. But anyway, so back to the uh, building the greenhouse out there. So 20-something dudes out there, and he's building the greenhouse. And I walk out to the fence, and I say, hey, man, I hear you're building a greenhouse. And he's like, yeah, we're building a greenhouse. We're making out old windows. So I decided to make a joke. And I say, hey, whatever you do this winter, make sure that a little girl and her snowman don't get locked in there. And... Uh, and they had no clue. They had no clue what the hell I was talking about. They just, they had no idea. Happy birthday. That hey, I was, uh. I said my first word. That I was referring to Rankin Bass, 1969 cartoon, Frosty the Snowman. And so I felt a million years old. I'm like, I'm thinking I got the punchline of a lifetime. You're building a greenhouse in your backyard. Hey, man, make sure that a little girl doesn't get stuck in there with, with uh, you know, a snowman and an evil magician trying to get his hat back, whatever you do. And they're like, okay, that's neat. I'm just going to go back to building stuff there, old neighbor guy. Yeah, there you go. More of this is going to happen as Gen, a, Gen X ages, by the way. Uh, but my kids knew about it because, you know, we watched that. We watched the classics. We call them classics, Yeah. what do you do i mean i give them credit they're 25 they're married they're committed to each other they go to church they have a home i think it's cool i know it's boring you and me when i was 25 are you kidding me i I was i wasn't like crazy but i was i i went out i had fun i you know i dated you know whatever but but, you know listen i think there are a lot of gen zers who honestly have gone through a whole hell of a lot of abuse by People who should know better, uh, whether it be counselors at school, whether that be government officials shutting down schools, shutting down everything. Uh, I think Gen Z is like, you know what? I'm kind of done with your crap. I think we're going to return to the basics here 
Because what has it got in millennials? You know, all of this nonsense. What has it got in anybody? So, uh, you know, I, I loaned him a shovel. That was kind of cool. I, I, you know, had a little connection there. Here's a shovel. Okay, cool. Thanks. Old Generation X guy. Um, a little bit more from uh, last night's interview, Eric Bowling with Donald Trump talking about the disparate treatment of uh, Donald Trump versus uh, the Bidens when it comes to criminality of the Bidens and, uh, and uh, trumped up charges against Trump. Look, it's the most corrupt administration in the history of this country. There's never been anything like it. Millions and millions of dollars yeah. are paid to the family. Pretty much. And Joe. And it's a disgrace. And the media doesn't pick it up. You pick it up. And Newsmax has been great, actually. Yay. But you guys pick it up, but nobody's picking it up. They just don't want to talk about it, and it's a disgrace. The mainstream media, they don't even write stories about it. They don't talk about it on ABC, NBC, CBS. They don't want to talk about it. It's incredible. It would have been the biggest story 10, 15 years ago, but uh, everybody would have had a pull. It is the biggest story in the history of our country as far as criminal malfeasance by the president of the United States. There's nothing like it. I mean, come on. We're not stupid, okay? We know it. If you've been alive for any amount of time, you know it. This is something we've never seen before. And, and it's, it's becoming just impossible to deny. And those who do deny are being exposed as the fraudsters they are, which is the mainstream media. This is Donald Trump talking about the diff. He was treated cordially by CNN when he was invited to the town hall and got the highest ratings in 12 years. Not so much with Fox when he did the Brett Baer interview last week. I got the Man of the Decade Award. Last night in Michigan, and I, we, we had faith and freedom on Saturday night, and they purposely didn't cover that speech, and yet I'm the candidate that's up 40 to 50 points, and leading, by the way, leading Biden by a lot also. So, you know, they're very, uh, they're very prejudiced in what they do, yeah, and that's Fox. okay, because in 2016, they were just as bad, if not worse, and we ended up winning, and they were very nice. The, day, the night we won, they were very nice, but you know what? Uh, we remember that. No, they're not doing the job. And I will tell you, Newsmax is doing a great job. Newsmax, I watch a lot of Newsmax lately. They're doing a great job. Yeah, and the thing about it, we don't change our stripes. Hey, I've got some Kamala news. Here's Jim Gossett. She's border czar but won't go to the border. Hasn't been yet. From Mexico, she stays so very far. She doesn't seem to care about law and order. Sing along. Kamala. Responsibility, she's always shirking. Rhymes with jerking. Maybe she's relaxing in some spot. Not sure what that means, but it's seldom that you'll ever see her working. Kamala. Once again, Kamala. Kamala. I know that it's a mystery. That Kamala. That's a good one. <laughs> you know she wants to move into the White House. Why, yes, she does. She can't wait to become the left's new star. But she's so stupid. Disaster it would be. Yes. What a tragedy if somehow she became the president. Miss Kamala. 
So a new poll has some very bad news for uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, which is why they're hiding her from the public. Uh, they're keeping their powder dry on a number of potential candidates, whether that be uh, uh, Kamala Harris, whether that be... Uh, have you noticed Pete Buttigieg is nowhere to be found? Because they, they can't have him talking or uh, him showing his public failures as transportation secretary because they might need him. You know, that's the way it is. But, uh, but uh, Kamala Harris not doing so well. Uh, the lowest, worst ratings in approval ratings in NBC history. 17% difference between those who approve and those who disapprove. 49% of respondents said they disapprove of the job Harris was doing, which is nothing, by the way. She's doing zero, which, you know, honestly, is the truth about uh, vice presidents. But, you see, she's been charged with things and she's not doing anything like the border czar. I mean, honestly, that should be enough to say, make anybody go, please. 32% approve of her job that she's doing. Other vice presidents fared far better in previous polls, polls I should say. Sorry, slip there. Uh, including Dick Cheney. <laughs> Dick Cheney. <laughs> He had a net positive of 23%. Uh, Al Gore had a net positive 15%. Joe Biden had a net positive 1%. Only Mike Pence had a negative net rating with 4%. But even that was far less than Harris's negative net rating. Negative net rating of 17. Because she's, uh, she's not smart. That's the thing. She's just not very smart. And everybody knows it. Everybody knows that they wanted to get somebody on the ticket who clicked a couple boxes. And they know that the mistake that they did, they made a colossal mistake with her. Nobody thinks she's smart. She appears at these speeches. She gets golf applause. And everybody thinks she's an idiot. So there. Other than that, I'm sure she would be a great president. Honestly, think about this. Think about how we've uh, really, really lowered the standards for the presidency. Well, we've got a guy who's so feeble and incoherent, he, he, uh, he says things like, uh, end of quote, reading off the teleprompter, and, and that he sold state secrets, and that, uh, you know, uh, God bless the queen, right? Really? And then the only person they have to replace him with is a complete idiot. It's kind of remarkable. So uh, give us pizza or give us death. New Yorkers throw pizza at City Council uh, Hall, City Hall in New York. And I got to tell you, this is so unbelievably stupid that a uh, hundred uh, or so pizza ovens in the city, coal fire or wood fire, are having an impact on the environs so badly that some jackass at the EPA says you've got to cut your emissions by 75% because it's affecting the air quality. That's idiotic. You know it's affecting the air quality more so in New York City than anything? How about the smell of weed? Every stinking place you go. I would venture to say that you have more of a chance of smelling weed than pizza in New York any day of the week. So how about EPA? You go after these idiots who smoke doobies the size of a roll of lifesavers on the street. How about that? Honestly. So this is the Rubicon. You don't bleep with New York pizza. You don't. And if you don't understand it, have it.
I'm going to tell you, I know this. I'm a Midwest boy. I, I love me some pizza. I've tried pizza around the world. I love me some Chicago deep dish. Then I moved out east, and I had coal-fired New York-style pizza. And I'm going to tell you, it's the best. I'm sorry. You, you guys in Detroit are screaming at your radio. I get it. Detroit pizza, gift from God. You guys in the Northeast, up there in, uh, where is it? In uh, Is it Connecticut that they do the, uh, the white uh, clam pizza? And it's all good, right? It's all good, but it ain't New York pizza. I started going to New York for the first time in my life two years ago. I went to Newsmax. First thing I did is I went down to Times Square looking around, found a pizza joint. It's Ray's. I know Ray's is not the, the premier choice for pizza, but I had a piece of the white pizza at Ray's. It was the best damn white pizza I ever had in my life, and it's not even New York's best. And that some busybody little uh, uh, POS decides that uh, this is uh, Ted Timbers, spokesman for the New York City Department of Environmental Protection. He's that guy from Ghostbusters that wanted to close down the, the storage unit for the, uh, the Ghostbusters, keeping the ghosts there. Turn it down! He turned it down. What happened? All hell broke loose. All New Yorkers deserve to breathe healthy air and wood and coal-fired stoves are among the largest contributors of harmful pollutants in neighborhoods with poor air quality. Uh, you're an idiot. This common sense rule developed with restaurant and environmental justice groups, which says it's nonsense, requires a professional review of whether installing emissions controls is fe uh, feasible. This is a busy body just wanted to get in somebody's business and make life harder than them because they are little toad bureaucrats who have no power in their lives. These are the same idiots who, and I'm nothing against you guys who are on your, your HOA boards, but it's the same kind of pay this. You'll just go after people for nothing to prove you have power. That's what I see in this. And this is a guy who's leading the rebellion out here. His name is Scott Lebedo. Scott Lebedo, I don't know Scott Lebedo, but he uh, decided that he is sick and damn tired of this nonsense, and he decided to go down and throw some pizza over the fence at, uh, at City Hall. Let me find it here. I got it right here. Scott Lebedo. I just had the damn thing in front of me. Hold on. Scott Lebedo. Here he is in New York doing the New York pizza party. Here it is. And first respond to heroes who were fired, still not compensated, because they didn't take the Fauci injection. Our city schools produce the dumbest kids, and the woke-ass punks who run New York City are afraid of pizza? The world used to respect New York as tough, thick-skinned, and gritty. Amen. Now we have become pussified. It's a damn shame. <laughs> I you think that's a real word, by the way. The Boston Tea Party? Well, this is the Boston, New York, this is the New York pizza party. Give us pizza or give us death. Amen, give brother. Us pizza Amen. Or give us death. You know what? And by the way, he was, I guess, approached by a police. I don't know if he was arrested. But honestly, uh, life is not worth living if you don't have freedom. That's why so many people uh, get into shark-infested uh, waters on an inner tube to come to the United States. I'm going to say the same damn thing about pizza. Pizza is worth fighting for. It's a gift from God. And that any moron in, in uh, New York City would go after the Institute of, of Pizza for nonsense. Uh, that person needs to be maligned, made fun of, and driven out of office. End of story. And by the way, he threw pizza over the fence. When it comes to New York pizza, there's no five-second five rule. It could lay there 24 hours. I'd go over, dust it off, and eat it. End of story. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show.
Joe Biden has always been a punchline. Now he's just a joke. It's the Rob Carson Show. It's funny, my wife sent me uh, an article, texted me an article about the price of gold. I think it's pretty interesting because she's never never been involved with, uh, you know, things that I talk about really on the radio. But uh, she has, uh, she sent me, gold slips after strong U.S. data, la, la, la. And I wrote her back. I said, uh, gold never loses its value. It's about, it's, it's, it's about security. It's about being having a tool in your portfolio in case of financial hardships or upheaval. That's one of the reasons why you should invest in gold, and it's also a, a rock-solid investment. It never goes to zero. And i got to tell you, that's why I got in touch with Swiss America. I heard uh, Dr. Michael Savage talking about Swiss America, and I was like, eh, okay, I want to hear this. And, and then I got this wonderful report. It's called The War, the Secret War on Cash. I got it right here in front of me. And I've dug into it, told, shared my, uh, my, with my wife that I want to put one of our 401ks in precious metals. And now she's texting me during the show saying, here, maybe this and maybe that. I love it. Swiss America has an A-plus rating from the BBB. You can let them educate you on protecting your assets and learn in their shocking new report, The Secret War on Cash. I was blown away when I read it. And you owe it yourself to write down this number to get a copy of this report. You're going to love it. Here it is. 800-289-2646. This is an all-out war on cash. Digital forms of currency, too. And it's growing daily. Three major bank failures this year. Congress covering the losses for those people. But what about you and me? Mention my name, Rob Carson, when you call 800-289-2646, or when you text, just call that number or text 800-289-2646, or you can go to SwissAmerica.com slash Carson, all right? SwissAmerica.com slash Carson. Message and data rates may apply, but uh, it's something you need to consider. It really, really is, and I have never seriously considered it until I digested the serious Things that are happening in our country right now. I mean, two years ago, I would have never... I, you know, would you ever expected your meat case to be empty? Would you ever expected to have no toilet paper or paper towels? Would you ever expected to be locked in your house? I mean, come on. How about something that has been proven over time to be a value, never without value, to 800-289-2646. Mention my name, Rob Carson. When you call or text, message and data rates apply. Hey, let's do a gender confusion update, shall we? Gender confusion. What is my gender today? Hey, hey. Gender confusion. Hey, hey. Yeah. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. All right, so there's a veteran uh, biology professor in Texas been teaching that sex is determined by X and Y chromosomes for 20 years. Dr. Johnson Varkey apparently was talking about this in class, and four students got up because they felt he was being religious when he's just stating the facts. I've got some audio from this guy. I'm going to save it till the top of next hour because uh, we don't have time to get to it. But he literally was fired because four students didn't like him stating the facts. Let's hope this results in a massive, massive lawsuit. Also, uh, more info on the weaponization of the U.S. government deep state to censor Americans. The biggest story ever. All of that's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it is the Rob Carson Show, and this would be hour number 
three of said Rob Carson show. Here's the number. It is uh, 800-922-6680. 800-922-6680. We've got a few things we need to kind of circle back to a little bit more of the uh, Biden corruption, among other things. But I do want to uh, get back to what I had alluded to at the top of the hour, which is a, uh, uh, you know, and, and then honestly, guys, we have to just say no to this nonsense. Uh, you know, we can't entertain uh, stupidity anymore. We can't say, oh, okay, a four-year-old could suddenly become a little boy who was born a girl and we should put him on puberty blockers. Uh, there's no discussion to be had with somebody who believes that nonsense. They, they have to be kept away from children. That's one thing, whether they be administrator, a surgeon, or a parent. All right. It's not those who, who say that the southern border is is we shouldn't have a southern border uh, and are perfectly fine or there's nothing happening in the southern border. Uh, you know what? There's uh, ample evidence to prove otherwise. So shut up. I'm not going to entertain your idiocy. The same way with uh, with seven years of pursuit of Donald Trump by uh, everybody and their brother, two impeachments that did a face plant, two indictments after he left office, unprecedented in American history. They found nothing while they're ignoring blatant corruption by Joe Biden and his family that has extended for decades with bank records and LLCs and money, money by the tens of millions of dollars coming from our, from our enemies, and our media chooses to ignore it. And honestly, I don't have time for this nonsense anymore. I'm not going to watch stupid CNN. I'm not going to watch MSNBC. I'm not going to watch uh, CBS, ABC, NBC, because it's all crap. It's all crap. And, and you know as much as I do how important it is to trust. And, and when Fox get let go of Tucker Carlson, what did they, what did they lose? Was it just a high-profile uh, personality? Was it, was it just a, a, a guy who was popular at, at 7 o'clock Eastern or six o'clock, uh, six, uh, 7 o'clock Central, I say 8 o'clock Eastern? No, it was the one voice they still trusted because so many had stabbed him in the back. And that's the way people feel. They felt that way about 2020 with Brett Baer. Cooked his goose. And he used to be kind of, not a friend, but I had hosted events with him. I don't, I don't care about Brett Baer. Brett Baer, his, his, uh, you know, I would have been fine if he was just being a journalist, but he's, he's turned out to be a partisan tool. And, and that's the way people feel about it. Newsmax, where I work, I don't know anybody on our channel who's changed their stripes. That's why I'm really, really proud to be there now. I think there's a reason for it. There's a reason why all of this, this corruption of the deep state and the main, mainstream media and, and social media is coming out now. Because it's over for them. The revolution has begun. Uh, back to the story that I was talking about, this nonsense about children being able to change their sexes. And, and, and you know, someday, guys, uh, we're going to wake up from this uh, like Europe has, and we're going to go, what have we done? But there are people in America who are in you know, governors in states like in Maryland who are still okay with children being mutilated as children under the belief that they can be the opposite gender. It can't happen. It just, it's, it, what, what's happening now is so horrific that someday we'll wake up and we'll just go, what, what were we thinking? This has happened in history. People who believe absurdities will commit atrocities. Voltaire, anyone? People who believe absurdities will commit atrocities.
January 6th was the worst attack on Americans since 9-11. Well, in that case, put some of those people that were led into the Capitol in jail without a trial for 900 days. Those who believe absurdities will commit atrocities. Well, my little girl's very depressed. I'm thinking she might be a little boy. Let's begin a transition, and uh, let's do puberty blockers to block the natural process of the maturation of a human being, and then mutilate them surgically so that when they wake up as adults when they're 22 or 23 and realize they cannot have children, and that they have severe maladies, including osteoporosis for life, and their lives are cut exceedingly short, they'll wake up to that reality and the parents and the counselors and the, the uh, doctors and the surgeons will all be back in the rear view. So I'm hoping this is going to turn around. But a veteran biology teacher teaches scientific fact. Sex is discerned by chromosomes X and Y. Fired after four students walked out of his reproductive class, Dr. Johnson Varkey, St. Philip's College in San Antonio. This is how stupid things have become, and this is why we need to come back. We need to say no, and people like this man need to sue this little college out of existence. Let's talk about one particular day when you're in the middle of your lecture, and you, you kind of notice that four students have gotten up and walked out of your classroom. What were you teaching that day? So, male and female, uh, or the maleness or the femaleness, are controlled by two genes. See, in our, all of our cells, we have 23 pairs of genes. And, uh, and none of them fit. Stop it. Uh, sorry, chromosomes, chromosomes. Mm -hmm. So the 23rd pair is that determines the sex of a person. Yes. X and X, it is a female. And if that is a, a fact. It's that way. It's, uh, it exists. There's no changing it. It is. If it's X and Y, it's a male. And uh, I mentioned in the class that that's what makes male and female not our thinking mm -hmm. you know to perpetuate human species to continue our species not just human species any species the sex has to be between male and female yeah and uh, uh, men uh, can't become pregnant see that's just a big fat lie and everybody knows it's a big fat lie not between two men or two women really hard to have a baby that way to continue the species, that's how the body is designed. That's the way it is. That's the way God made it happen. That's just the way it is. Uh, this uh, professor was accused of discriminatory, discriminatory comments about homosexuals and transgender individuals, anti-abortion rhetoric, rhetoric and misogynistic banter. Here's what I have to say to college students uh, who would get up and protest facts like this uh, or walk out of class when things like this happens. Uh, you f first of all, you're not in a position to demand anything. You're paying us for an education. If you don't feel like you're getting the education, leave the university. But you do not have the position to demand anything. And the second thing I would say is get your asses to your classes or leave. That's what I would say. But I'm not a university president either. Nor do I plan to be. And then there's this, compelled speech. Think about compelled speech. You like being told what you can and cannot say? Well, that's what the government did to us. Saying what was misinformation, disinformation, anything that you said that disagreed with the government's settled 
line, whether it was true or not, about COVID, etc., your speech was censored. Well, they also compel speech in a number of cases, like, for instance, wearing a pride jersey during warm-ups as a hockey player. That's compelled speech. So is forcing people to use your pronouns. That is compelled speech. If I demanded that people call me King Rob, and if you didn't, you get fired, then it's the same pathos that guides this. It's compelled speech. But the National Hockey League has decided to ban Pride warm-up jerseys for players because it's compelled speech, and it goes against the beliefs of many people who just happen to be donning those jerseys. Commissioner, first of all, I, I understand there was a decision made on the Pride jerseys in warm-up today at Board of Governors. Well, actually, I, I've suggested that it would be appropriate for clubs not to change their jerseys. Yeah, because it's childish and stupid virtue signaling. Uh, in warm-ups because it's become a distraction. And, yeah, and, and just a real note to the gay community, you know you don't need the approval of the NHL, okay? You could just be gay. You know, it's okay. You don't need, you know, you know, you're not less of a gay person or a person just because the NHL players don't wear a pro-gay jersey in their warm-ups. It's okay. And you know it too, by the way. Reasonable gay people know this. Taking away from the fact that all of our clubs in some form or another, host nights in honor of various groups or causes, and we'd. I like bobblehead night. Rather than we. It's not a cause. It's a bobblehead. Continue to get the appropriate attention that they deserve. Yeah, I think and it's I time for uh, sports to get the hell out of politics. <laughs> Rachel Levine is the uh, uh, the deputy secretary of the HHS. She's uh, used to be a dude. Apparently, and, and this person, this person, I'm not going to say a pronoun. I'm just going to say this person uh, was doing a little uh, video the other day. And uh, this person, Rachel Levine, she feels that, uh, or he or she or it or they or them or sis or boomba, whatever the heck, uh, says that, uh, you know, this Pride Month thing, I know that it seemed like it had already uh, jumped the shark on June 1st because of all the Pride nonsense that happened the previous month, like Bud Light and, and Target. But uh, this person says we need, to, we need to have a Pride summer. Hello, my name is Admiral Rachel Levine. Well, well, hello. And I have the honor of being the Assistant Secretary for Health. My, your hands are slightly large. At the United States Department of Health and Human Services. Happy Pride. Happy Pride Month. And actually, let's declare it a summer of pride. Oh, let's Happy not. Happy summer of pride. Yeah, let's not do that. Nah, I don't think so. I think uh, we're kind of done with it with all the, you know, the parades around the country that featured nude bikeless and, uh, and naked people in front of children and women taking their tops off and men spanking each other wearing dog collars. Yeah, that would make you proud. Yeah, I think, I think we should just let this one go away at the end of the month. Um, yeah, yeah. And maybe regroup. Just do a little regroup. A little regroup for next year. Like, here's what we did wrong, and here's what made us look like complete morons. And here is where we became dictatorial. And here is where uh, people said, you know what? Shut up. We're tired of your nonsense. Uh, we are um, tolerant people. But uh, just because we disagree with you doesn't mean that we're homophobic. We are somehow an is or have an ism. Here is more from uh, Rachel Levine. She says, he says, she says, they said, whatever. She says, whatever. Anyway, says that... Uh, uh, a kid's wanting to change their gender is not a sign of mental illness. Uh, 
But allowing them to do that will prevent them from killing themselves. You know, it, it's it's so it's such an important issue. But it's not a mental illness. For our youth and adults, as you said, some of these laws are actually extending in, into adulthood. You know, we often say that gender-affirming care is health care. Gender-affirming care is mental health care, and gender-affirming care is literally suicide prevention care. Yeah, Would that you be go. your view as well? I 100% agree. There you go, and that's a, a, a ambiguously, sexually ambiguous co-host of the show there. No clue. Looks like could have been born a girl and is now a dude. Uh, yeah. So they've admitted that uh, one of the main reasons that uh, parents and, uh, and professionals relent when children say that they want to change their gender, it's because uh, the kids have said, if you don't let me change my gender, I'll kill myself. But other than that, it's not a mental health thing. I think I've made my point. 800-922-6680. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. We the people are mad as hell. It's The Rob Carson Show. You know, Democrats and the media, they say the opposite. They, uh, they report the opposite. A story comes out, it's bad news. They will report the opposite. If it's good news for Donald Trump, they will report the opposite. Same goes with the economy. You know as well as I do, the economy sucks right now. Uh, you know if you have to pay your bills, you fill your tank with gas, go to the grocery store. It sucks. And for people who uh, live uh, on the cusp of, uh, <laughs> of bankruptcy, and trust me, I've been there. Uh, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than just being poor. And I've been there, man. I mean, I was raised poor. Uh, I was not uh, full-time radio personality when Donald Trump was uh, president. I uh, was let go uh, following his inauguration, and uh, then I was uh, wandering the uh, you know the wasteland, um, not doing radio full time. But I did see a lot of amazing things happen. I remember when I started selling cars because I had to. Uh, the car lots were full. 600 new Toyotas on the car dealership. Uh, you know, you just walk out, choose what you wanted. Just choose what you wanted. And, and honestly, you, you, the big thing was sell from stock. It's right out there. That same Toyota dealership, now five, five years later, five years later, there's one or two new Toyotas. It's never, the supply chain has never been fixed. Same way with most of the car dealerships that I go through. Supply chain has never been fixed. Still as broke as it was when Joe Biden was the uh, beginning of his presidency. And, uh, and when Donald Trump was a president, I saw great things happening. The lowest unemployment rate for black people ever in history. Same way with Hispanics. More women in the workforce, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Joe Biden managed to turn everything to crap. And I lived through it. You lived through it. I know what it's like to... <laughs> You know, a lot of people in Washington, D.C., they don't know, Washington, D.C. doesn't know, that for some of us, ordering a pizza is a luxury. Ordering a pizza, just like, oh, my God, honey, we, we got a, a few extra dollars this month. Let's order a pizza. And the kids go, oh, my God, we're been there. Been there. And yet this 
uh, man in the White House right now who has brought us 40-year record high inflation, who made us energy dependent, who has made the economy go to crap, has caused inflation by out-of-control spending trillions of dollars, ushered in a new budget where we're spending 35% more than we did in 2018 on government, and now that is into perpetuity, and it's going to screw us as far as inflation... And this jackweed and his uh, and his uh, cabinet and his his uh, spokespeople say that we're doing great. They're going to do a Biden Bidenomics push. They're going to tell us that Joe Biden's economy is great. And here's what I have said from the beginning about Joe Biden. Everything that was good when he took office, he turned to crap. It is called the reverse Midas touch. I also call it this. So everything that's gold, like the southern border, he turns to crap. Crap touch. And now, Corinne Jean-Pierre is saying that uh, they are going to do a major push about Joe Biden's economy. And how wonderful it is as you shop at Dollar General for your groceries. The other day I went to Walmart. They had chicken breasts on sale for two ninety nine a pound. You know what they cost regular price when Donald Trump was the president? $1.88 at Walmart. $1.88. I know this. I do the shopping. That's a 50% increase. And it's stayed there and gone up. Everything that I buy at the store is through the ceiling now. And this is hurting a lot of people. But here's Corinne Jean-Pierre. She's convinced that you're going to agree uh, with, uh, with her that if you just say that the economy's great, even though you're suffering, uh, you will be, uh, you'll be perfectly satisfied with what Joe Biden has done. Good sense. Bidenomics, right? It kind of flows off the tongue really well. Um, or out of your mouth, over your teeth, and into the toilet like you're vomiting. But in all seriousness, look... Uh, what you're going to hear from the president, I don't want to get ahead of him. I think we've kind of laid out a little bit of what uh, what we what we are thinking, uh, or what we yeah. What the hell think are the you thinking? going to lay out, or what he is going to lay out. Uh, certainly, it's a vision, right? It's a vision about growing the economy uh, from the his big deal is he's uh, emulating FDR by putting high speed internet into uh, places around the country because some people don't have high speed internet. He's comparing it to the uh, the New Deal, which is what Democrats do. It's the same old crap, just a rehash every single time. It's all an FDR rehash. What it does is it creates a little bit of work. It doesn't create jobs. It's the same crap. Like the WPA. They used to do the WPA. And uh, honestly, that's 1920s thinking in 2023. Middle out, the bottom up. You hear us say that over and over and again. And it never works your way. Trickle down economics does not work. And we have seen that over and over and over. No, it works every time. Again. And what we have seen even before the pandemic is we've seen Americans and American families being left behind. By you. And so one of the things that you are, the data, if you look at the data and what we have uh, we've seen from what the president has been able to deliver in the last two years is an economy that's getting back on its feet. An economy Yet why is it taking so freaking long? It's because you're doing everything wrong. You're repeating the Democrat socialist playbook. The best thing you can do is not just depend on the Fed to lower interest rates to spur the economy. How about ending cumbersome government regulation and lowering taxes so people want to build stuff and hire people? How about that? Now you like to double down on stupid. We're getting kind of tired of it. Alan, you hold on. You'll be up next. Last hour of the show right ahead. Don't go anywhere.
about to serve as the iceberg to the SS Titanic every day. It's the Rob Carson Show. Got a text from Joe. Said under Trump, I bought eggs, bread, milk, gas, all for six seventy eight. Whatever. Biden same items, place amount twenty three dollars. So Trump eggs were two dollars, bread was a dollar, milk was two dollars, gas was a dollar seventy eight. Biden eggs eight bucks, bread five bucks, milk five bucks, gas uh, highest level five seventy five. Gas uh, where I am is still about three twenty. It was a dollar eighty seven when Donald Trump was the president. The highest that uh, gas got for me was when but Joe Biden was the president when he uh, basically. Uh, he made us energy dependent. We were sitting on oceans of oil and uh, natural gas, and and it's uh, you know honestly, it's just stupid. It's it's stupid that he made us dependent. And more than ever, I mean, I always thought it was stupid. It used to be that uh, you know the OPEC nations would crank down production, and then the gas prices would go up. And just played with us. Then we discovered that we had everything under us. Donald Trump made us energy independent. We were going to be a net exporter of it we were a, a net exporter of energy clean burning american natural gas and petroleum it's beautiful and by the way everything you own is made with petroleum with the exception of items made of metal and glass so your phone you ain't got it unless you got crude oil you know this microphone beep, 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 beep. yeah your computer ain't gonna get done without petroleum but the uh, the idiot in the white house uh decided that he was going to make us energy dependent and everything went through the ceiling everything went through the ceiling but the, the most I paid for gas was $96 to fill my uh, little 2009 Lexus RX 350 SUV with 180,000 miles on it. $95, $96. I remember that. I filled it the other day, mid-40s now, mid-40s, $50. Still way more than the 28 32 that it used to be. And it, and it hurts. And, and, and they can say that his economy is working for everybody, but everybody knows it isn't working. That's why dollar stores are the number one growing retail sector because people are going to dollar store to buy their dang groceries. You know the joke in uh, in Vacation where Randy uh, Quaid says, "Hamburger Helper." I don't know why they call it Hamburger Helper. It's fine by itself. Well, now you really kind of don't have the choice. It's like, honey, why they call this Hamburger Helper? It's just noodles and sauce. Oh, and I don't know why they call it that. Just eat up, kids. Just eat up. Let's go to Alan in Dundalk. Hello, Alan in Dundalk, Maryland. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Hello, Rob. I'm so glad to hear you're still using the feces reference. <laughs> oh, yes. When fan meets feces, feces meets fan. That's what's happening in there Washington, D.C. Yes, yes, yes. Well, this dissertation is brought to you by the LGDQ plus ID10T associations. ID10T. Okay. Um, <laughs> Did you get that? The yes, of course. Yes, I got it. I didn't. Yes, 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 okay. Yes, yes. For all of your other listeners, please feel free to write it down. All right. Um, <laughs> this dissertation is entitled, How to Teach a Five-Year-Old How to Fly. Oh, okay. And I want you to listen to this because the parallels are striking. Okay. Number one, introduce the five-year-old to Batman and convince him Batman can fly. Propagandize the child to the point where the child actually believes it. Number two, buy the child a Batman costume. Continue convincing the child that Batman can fly and continue and escalate the propaganda. Mm -hmm. Number three, test the theory. 
Test the theory. Have the child put on the Batman costume and get him to the lowest porch step you can find and have him jump off. Yes. See? Yes. Well, you almost made it. <laughs> continue to consider that you can fly and continue the pressure of the propaganda. Yes. Number four, go to a higher step on the porch and have the child jump off. Well, by golly, you're almost there. Yes. You can almost fly like Batman. Mm -hmm. Continue the propagation of the lie. Now, this is where you can get really diabolical. Take the child to the garage roof mm -hmm. and tell him you can fly. And the results will be disastrous. Just like teaching children that they can be something that they could never, ever be. Yeah, exactly. Through, through, through surgeries and maturations and through butcher, uh, barbarous butcherism. Yeah. Well, you're, you're exactly right, Alan, and I'm going to tell you, and it's a great analogy. I remember when I was a little kid, uh, I remember I used to dream of being Superman. And uh, and I wanted to I wanted to see as any probably three four year old uh, you know thinking that if you see Superman on television you should be able to uh, jump like Superman and I wanted to you know see if it was possible I didn't have the ability to get up on a roof and do it but I might have tried it I I may have tried it but when you talk about people pushing you to believe that you can fly even though you can't also like telling a 4 year old they can change genders but they can't if you have adults who are facilitating it they'll do it so like my mother rather than saying you can't fly son you're only going to hurt yourself if she were alive today and she were following the same rule book of the radical LGBTQI IA, mom would say, well, let's go to the costume shop and buy you a Superman costume because you're Superman, right? Well, Rob, I grew up in the same, well, I grew up a little <laughs> earlier than you. Yes. And yes, uh, yes. I remember watching Superman on a black and white television, and I had the same thoughts. But I also noticed that a number of kids quite literally leaped out of second story windows. Yes, yes. During yes. that same period of time. Yeah, during it's because the they were on PCP. Yeah, go ahead. During Sorry. the Western era, a lot of kids accidentally hung themselves. Oh, really? Because they were playing oh. cowboys and Indians, and naturally, what's a yeah. good cowboy story without a lynching? Yeah. And some kids hung themselves, thinking, well, I saw him next week on the same episode, so hey, a different episode of... I could get around now, now, Alan, Alan, for those those people who get all butthurt when they heard the word lynch, uh, realize that cowboy westerns always featured generally uh, white people being hung because they rustled cattle and the like. Exactly. There exactly. you go. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, Public exactly. square there. Yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody exactly. to get all offended and everything, you know. Whatever. I don't want anyone to get offended, <laughs> but you have to think about You really have to think about what you are teaching. Yes. Because what you're doing is you're programming. That's what the propaganda, that is what propaganda is. Propaganda is exactly. programming. Yeah. It's grooming. It's programming. 
Well, Alan, think and, about this. You think about the the vulnerability. And listen, kids' vulnerability hasn't changed. Three-year-olds aren't any more savvy than they were when I was three years old. Uh, it's just that now you have people in charge who are willing to go along with this nonsense, this, this insanity, uh, whether it be, oh, my God, my son can't sit in his, in his, uh, in his uh, seat at school, so I better put him all sorts of meds because he has an attention deficit. Or, or, oh, my little girl is unhappy and she likes to play with trucks, so she must be a little boy. And if you feed that to a child, then they inevitably will go, okay, and then wake up when they're 20 and go, my God in heaven, what did you do to me? Well, there's two more thoughts I want to convey to you. Go ahead. Uh, Number one, Voltaire was in the French Bastille. Oh, yes. The French philosopher was in Mm -hmm. the Bastille. He was an enemy of the state because he told the truth. That's number one. Number two, you and I will never be able to reach the properly propagandized mind. People that believe in crop circles will always believe in crop circles. People that believe in chemtrails, you cannot convince them it's exhaust. So when you try, just keep in mind, you will never reach the properly propagandized mind. It will always be there. Yeah, and you know what, Alan? That's uh, it's our time to embarrass, humiliate, and uh, make them as uh, as uh, minimize them as much as possible. Walk past them on the way to our goal as they caterwaul and throw temper tantrums. It's just treat them like the children they are. Alan, I got to run, brother. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant thoughts, by the way. Very astute. I enjoyed that thoroughly. Thank you, sir. All right, bro. Uh, and that's going to be on the podcast. Alan from Dundalk's phone call will be on the podcast. How cool is that? How cool is that? Um, I never got to this uh, Anna Navarro on The View, the Harpies from Hell show. Oh, gosh darn it. There I go again. Sometimes you know that words are so close, you got to be careful. You know, like you might say uh, a word uh, like a biscuit might sound like the B word, you know, stuff like that. Whenever I try to say The View... I sometimes say the the other thing that sounds exactly like it, the Harpies from Hell show. Do you see what I mean? Do you see? So anyway, yesterday, the Harpies from Hell show, uh, Anna Navarro was defending uh, Joe Biden's corruption. Uh, By the way, for those who don't understand that Joe Biden's corruption and all the stuff that's going on, this is a really neat little, um, let me see if I can find this, a little montage that I found that encapsulates exactly what Joe Biden's corruption is all about. Let me find it here. Actually, yeah, here it is. Um, no, no. Here, here, here is Anna Navarro. Let me, let me play this. This is, this is Anna Navarro saying that all of the corruption of Joe and Hunter Biden is about love. And by the way, they're all trying to say that uh, Hunter Biden's problems are because he's addicted to drugs. Now, I know a lot of people who've been addicted to drugs or alcohol. Nobody has ever been able to uh, swindle uh, our enemies out of $30 million. But here is Anna Navarro. The Hunter Biden story, the scandal, the this, the that, it's also the story of a father's love. And Joe Biden has never and will never give up on his son, son Hunter, and will never treat him lesser than. And so he is a father first. Take it. Or leave it. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, Saddam Hussein loved his sons, Uday and Kusay. Uh, and I believe that Al Capone also loved his kids. Means nothing to their corruption. They need to go to jail. 
Hana shook down Henry Zhao Said I need that Chinese payoff now Dad's right here and you can bet He'll back me up, yeah, that's a threat And at that moment little Hunter knew He What said, Dad, I'm a crook like you, Pop I'm a big crook like you. This always makes me cry. This Hunter part. was born with a silver spoon. From prosecution, he's immune. He commits fraud <laughs> around the clock. A chip off the communist block. Yeah. Hunter, a chip off the communist block. One more time. Cash in the suitcase for Joe and his son. Hunter really knows how to get it done. Get it done. Not a peep from the FBI. Protecting the big guy, Joe. Protecting the big guy. This is interesting. I saw this guy, uh, Chris Tagona. He is a uh, uh, being billed as a Biden donor on exactly how special Hunter Biden is being treated versus history. Listen to this. Information and his plea bargain. His plea bargain was announced the day that his information was released. That's never happened. Uh, Hunter is the only person ever in the district to be charged as a felon, as a misdemeanor uh, under uh, 26 U.S. Code Section 72. Kind of interesting because uh, Donald Trump has been indicted twice. That's never been done to an ex-president, too. See the historical nature of this stuff? It advantages the Bidens and it, it attempts to throw uh, Donald Trump in prison. Three. No one else in 30 years has ever been charged with that as a standalone charge as a misdemeanor. Yeah. Hunter, who also had his passport revoked by the State Department because of his tax liens in 2015 and Listen. 2016. Listen. He is not charged with tax evasion. He's not charged with felonies. He gets misdemeanors for not filing. He had, not, he had tax uh, issues going back to 2009, 2010. Yeah. He had yeah. tax liens put on his homes, on his wife's homes. And it's not that I ha want anything bad to happen to Hunter. It's uh, my issue is with oh. the U.S. Attorney and not playing fair uh, with the, with citizens. Yeah, see, I want bad things to happen to Hunter because he's a scumbag, and so is his dad, and so their entire family. So there's that. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. If you're down with trigger warnings, you might want to listen to something else. It's the Rob Carson Show. This is something I alluded to a little while ago. It's a guy named uh, Harrison Hill Smith uh, on Instagram. This is a perfect summation of uh, the corruption of the Biden family, the FBI, the DOJ, and whatnot. Uh, I thought it was uh, pretty good. There have been some nuances added, but I thought it was, if you get lost in the details, and sometimes I do because I'm easily distracted. Uh, what was that? A squirrel? Okay. Uh, anyway, here is, uh, here is uh, an explanation of the corruption of the deep state. So let me get this straight. The FBI was withholding from congressional oversight a document showing that during the Obama administration, Biden accepted a $10 million bribe through his son Hunter to force the firing of a Ukrainian prosecutor that was investigating corruption, an event that Donald Trump looked into, sparking the first impeachment and forcing the arming of Ukraine, in turn setting the stage for the current war against Russia. Evidence of the bribe was also in Hunter Biden's laptop, which the FBI also had, but that they swore was Russian disinformation and infiltrated social media to censor during the 2020 campaign. All while the FBI investigates Trump for having classified documents, despite the FBI admittedly letting Hillary Clinton off for a similar charge in 2016 when they were simultaneously launching the Russiagate investigation into yeah. Donald Trump using falsified evidence provided by the Clinton campaign. 
do I have that all straight? Yeah, and it's not going anywhere, by the way. It's only going to get worse for the Biden administration. Excuse me. Even Seb Gorka doesn't think that uh, Biden survives the summer. I said uh, from inauguration he wasn't going to make a second term. Excuse me. Got to throw, uh, clear the throat. I don't have a cough button. I'll have to get one of those. Um, this is kind of funny. This is uh, not necessarily related, but a Swedish parliament has determined that in order to ensure the country has stable energy, they're going to abandon its goal of 100% renewable electricity by 2040. You know why? Because it's stupid. Um, so they've invested all the money in these uh, wind farms and whatnot. It is not meeting the increasing demand to satisfy electricity, which is set to double by to around 300 whatever is by 2040. Uh, they, the, center, the, the government now is leaning right. They're going to rely more heavily on nuclear energy. The country has 10 million people. Uh, and uh, the uh, windmills are not working and they're breaking down. Excuse me one more time. Here's the thing. It takes energy to make energy. All right? And right now, the most efficient way to uh, create energy is uh, nuclear and or uh, fossil fuels. It's just the most convenient way. I mean, there's water. Yes, it works beautifully. Uh, Hydroelectric is beautiful. We don't have enough dams in the country to keep everything going. We don't have enough solar power to to keep the country going. It's not a very good return on the investment. And now they are giving up the idea of being carbon-free because uh, it was all made up. The whole carbon thing, carbon dioxide, as a uh, waste product that supposedly heats the atmosphere, uh, it's what you exhale. It's it's half of the uh, the equation for what plants need to survive. They they inhale what we exhale, and they exhale what we inhale. There you go. It's been going on that way forever. It's not going to change anytime soon. And naming carbon dioxide a pollutant, all that does is give the government the chance to regulate it. And consequently, regulate everything. This is Rob Schmidt on Newsmax the other night talking about this and mentioning how all of the people who are really into uh, this uh, uh, Green New Deal energy nonsense, uh, they all live in uh, beachside mansions, even though they say the polar ice caps are melting and uh, we uh, we should be terrified. So the oceans are all about to swallow the shores, we know. And the only thing that's going to save us is socialism and sending every single penny of output in this country to the government, we know. But it is strange that oceanfront property has gotten so pricey when all these homes are about Weird. to disappear. Back in 98, the Grossbeck family paid $3 bucks for all that Obama land in Martha's Vineyard. They built a mansion there. Yeah, he built a mansion in Hawaii and in, and in Martha's Vineyard. And then this is Steve Mullen, who's an emissions uh, expert, talking about what does cause global warming. So we are told that every emission warms the planet and that, in fact, emissions drive warming. Um, what the government doesn't tell you is that, per its own data, over the last nine years, there's been no warming. In fact, there's been a little bit of cooling. And that is despite... 500 billion tons of emissions. Now, the reason why the uh, the uh, globe warms and cools is because of a ball of gas 93 million miles away. Let's take a break and come back. It's a Rob Carson show. If you missed the awesomeness of today's show and the interview with Sebastian Gorka, listen to the podcast and share Newsmax.com slash listen. God bless you guys. Have a glorious day. And until tomorrow, as always, don't catch a stupid...